The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. Hi, this is Scott Trout, CEO of the domestic litigation firm Cordell & Cordell. There are many life changes that can happen after divorce that make it difficult or impossible to uphold requirements of your divorce decree. The orders issued in a divorce are based on the facts presented at that time, but the circumstances used in issuing those orders can obviously change. If you feel a modification to your court orders might be necessary, talk to us at Cordell & Cordell. Contact CordellCordell.com, 1065 East Hillsdale Boulevard, Suite 310, Foster City, California, 94404. <laughs> Pelicans fans, that didn't take long at all, did it? Uh, I'm bringing you back on because we have an expert from DukeReport.com and at DukeNBA. This is Zion Olajede. We're going to ask him some questions about Frank Jackson, Quinn Cook, and more. So guys, let's not waste any time. It's time to call a friend. And now I am very excited to welcome onto the program Zion Olajede. Welcome to the show. How are you, Zion? Doing well. How are you? Thank you for having me. Oh my gosh, thank you so much for taking the time to do this. Now, uh, the listeners are well aware that we just selected Frank Jackson in a bit of a shocking trade. We moved up from our 40th overall selection to 31st, the first sec- uh, selection in the second. Hi, this is Scott Trout, CEO of the domestic litigation firm Cordell & Cordell. There are many life changes that can happen after divorce that make it difficult or impossible to uphold requirements of your divorce decree. The orders issued in a divorce are based on the facts presented at that time. But the circumstances used in issuing those orders can obviously change. If you feel a modification to your court orders might be necessary, talk to us at Cordell & Cordell. Contact CordellCordell.com, 1065 East Hillsdale Boulevard, Suite 310, Foster City, California, 94404. Round, it was Charlotte's uh, selection at the time, and then we traded our 52nd pick for cash considerations. But we are here with Zion of at Duke NBA, and you can follow him on Twitter. His personal handle is Z-B-O-L-O-J-E-D-E. Uh, we're so lucky to have you, and let's get right to it. Talk to us about Frank Jackson. Frank Jackson, uh, I think the Pelicans definitely got a steal in this one. Um, he's a uh, uh, definitely terrific athlete, great uh, explosive first step, uh, great off the ball, really moves well off the ball, can really find windows of the defense. Um, I think he definitely would if he went back to Duke and – had a year or two uh, more of experience. He definitely could have ended up uh, in, in the lottery of a future draft, but he made the decision to leave, and, and that's his decision. I respect it, but uh, I think he definitely could fit in with the Pelicans and um, bring a lot of energy and um, early early contribution to to a young team. Thank you so much. Now, uh, obviously, uh, you didn't you didn't predict that he was going to fall this far. He's got such a tremendous potential. But one of the reasons that he did fall so far is the stress reaction in the right foot. Can you tell us a bit about that? Yeah, it's, a, it's an injury he suffered in the middle of the season. Um, uh, I can't speak for him. Uh, I, I wouldn't have waited this far into the draft process to have the surgery, but he did it. And um, 
it didn't affect his stock too much. But uh, they say they say it's not a serious injury, um, which is questionable because you know foot injuries are always serious with uh, NBA players. But um, I don't think it'll affect him too much. He, he's definitely he's definitely played played through pain before, so. Um, I don't think it'll, it'll affect him too much down the road, and, and, and I hope so because Duke definitely has a history of NBA players and, and injuries. But um, it, it's definitely it's definitely concerning uh, a bit, but I think he'll fight through it and he'll, he'll be okay down the road. That's good to hear. Now, if I can plug you for a bit, uh, you had a wonderful interview with Andrew Bailey of Bleacher Report NBA. Um, and in it, you ask him a couple of questions about Frank Jackson, and he predicted Frank Jackson uh, should fall sometime in the middle of the first round. Do you think 100% of the reason that he lasted so long was due to the foot? Um, I think that had something to do with it. Also, Frank really wasn't uh, – I, I wouldn't say he didn't sign at Duke, but he was. he played a lot of the background at Duke and wasn't uh, your uh, average lottery talent, especially in this draft. He didn't show it, at least. But uh, he definitely he definitely is lottery talent, I, I believe so. And, and um, the injury, I would say, definitely had something to do with the, his, uh, his stock dropping a bit. But I wouldn't say uh, it was the injury uh, too much because, uh, as I said before, he wasn't – he didn't prove that he was a lottery pick all year because he was playing the background it's not it's not because of his talent it's just because of the players he's playing with you saw uh that three Duke players were selected in front of him because that's just the team they had and they still had guys like Grayson Allen who didn't uh leave for the draft and Emil Jefferson and Matt Jones who were senior leaders who got him in it so uh I wouldn't I wouldn't blame him too much on the foot this mostly because uh of his situation at Duke Excellent. So talk to us a bit more. You already went in depth a little bit on his game about how well he moves without the ball. You called him a slasher, very explosive. Talk about uh, Andrew Bailey compared him to Chauncey Billups as an NBA type player. Who would you compare him to? Well, that's a tough one because this is definitely something uh, it's been hard for me to come up with for Frank. Um, That's because I know we haven't seen what Frank can fully do. Um, I, I really did, I would say coming in, cause I, I don't want to have a cop out here. I don't want to cop out here, but, uh, coming in, I did say Darren Williams. And I know that's a bit much, but in terms of size, ability, and, uh, strength, uh, he's, he, they're about the same weight and the same height. They're both pretty athletic. Uh, they both like the mid range game and, and know how to use their body to finish in the paint. Um, I'm not saying I'm not saying he really will be like Darren Williams. I don't like that comparison for myself because uh, it's just Darren Williams was just far more skilled and a better point guard. But um, if that's someone who I had to say right now, because you definitely put me on the spot here, I would say Darren Williams. Uh, but I like the Tyrese Billups comparison, and uh, I feel like Frank Frank is a guy. As a cliche as it sounds, the sky is the limit for him. Because he has so so much so much uh, quality and skills that that uh, uh, are valued in the NBA. Thanks so much for letting me put you on the spot back back there. Now let me let me talk to you a little bit about New Orleans. Obviously, um, 
It's kind of a tepid time to be a New Orleans Pelican fan. Our general manager and our head coach are in a state of flux. They didn't really get a strong vote of confidence from the front office. And obviously, we've only got one year of DeMarcus Cousins. Anthony Davis is on a short timeline. I think he's got three years left on his contract. Now, they're not going to expect too much from Frank Jackson this season. But going forward, they are going to need production out of him rather quickly. How well do you think he fits into this uh, this point center type system that DeMarcus Cousins is going to be running? And how well does he move off the ball? Uh, like, like I said before, he, he's great off the ball. I feel like uh, he, he would fit nicely off the ball, even on the ball, if you're looking for scoring. Um, like I said, he could find the windows of the defense off the ball and, and really find, uh, give the uh, the ball handler teams to pass it through and for him to find his shot. Um, uh, the only question for him is running an offense right now. And I didn't show that much, show that much as Duke, most because of the system we ran. And the fact that I feel like out of high school, he was just, he was just known for scoring. Like that's what he did in high school. He didn't have to really set up his teammates. Um, he, he's, he's 19. So he has a lot of years to uh, improve and develop that point guard skill. Um, but off the ball, I think he'll be fine, especially starting out uh, playing next to guys like uh, fellow Dookie, Quinn Cook. I, I think he should be fine uh, in that system. Uh, you mentioned distribution and running an offense as to something he's going to learn. Uh, according to Draft Express, he averaged 1.7 assists to 1.4 turnovers. How is he as a passer? He's he. he I don't want to say he he's he's, a, he's uh, not a great passer. Like he knows how to make he knows how to make uh, the simple plays. He he definitely has some um, qualities of hogging the ball a bit at times, but. He'll make the right play when he needs to. He just needs needs to uh, with the with the way the NBA is with the point guard dominating all the time. He needs to um, figure out how to dissect the defense more. Really uh, find out how to set up set up his teammates more for the open shot, which uh, he really didn't do much at Duke, uh, and he really didn't have to. But uh, it's definitely something he has to develop. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um... I don't know if you listened to Bill Simmons, but Tate Frazier, his producer, called Frank Jackson a floor slapper. Does that mean anything to you? <laughs> floor slapper, all that means to me is that he's a dookie. That's that's he's gonna show passion. He's gonna he's gonna give you one hundred fifty percent uh effort every play. That that's that's what floor slapping means to me, at least for me. It's just that's the pride of Duke right there. When you see someone slapping the floor, that, that's Duke right there. Awesome. Since we have a Duke expert, talk to us a little bit about uh, Quinn Cook and where you see his future with the Pelicans growing. We just signed him. Uh, we had him on a 10-day contract last year. Uh, before that, he was with the Mavericks. Now we've got him locked up for the year. How do you think he grows with the Pelicans? Oh, Quinn Cook. I, I, I love that kid, man, because uh, definitely, I've definitely got to talk to him a bit during his um, – MBD league stint. He, he he's really been working hard. He's really been striving and uh, and wanting to reach the next level. And, and he finally did it. And, and uh, we're definitely all proud of him. Um, Quinn Cook. He, he's gonna <laughs> he's gonna grind. And, and I don't see him diminishing from here. I feel like he's gonna keep growing as a player. 
And uh, as a person, also, I feel like he, he as well needs to um, develop a little bit more as a point guard because we know he can score the ball. But uh, I think also he the sky's the limit for him, too. As cliche as it sounds, again, um, he's just a hard worker. He's willing to learn. And uh, he's definitely going to – I think he's going to stick in New Orleans. Last question. Talk to me a bit about Luke Kennard, Harry Giles, Jason Tatum. You guys had three guys in the first round and the first overall pick in the second round. Who do you think turns out as the best player from this draft class? (laughs) It's kind of a tough question because – Yeah, you got to pick a favorite. (laughs) I do love them all, but uh, the way I I see it now, this could change. Uh, uh, I see Jason Tatum as running away with this because he's so skilled offensively. He, he just, he just like, <laughs> there's no way that he, he can't be successful on the next level. There's just too much talent there. Uh, and, and he's going to grow defensively. I know people question his defense as, as they do with many of the Duke players that enter the league, but but he's going to be fine. Um, he brings the athleticism, the length, the skill. But Harry Giles is definitely someone uh, you should watch out for because if he does regain his old uh, former self that he showed in high school, there's, there's, there's no question he's going to be the best player, not only of the two players, but in the draft because he was, without a doubt, the number one uh, draft pick if he was healthy, if he didn't have those multiple surgeries. So uh, well, it's a waiting game. We'll wait and see. But uh Right now, if 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 you held the gun to my head, I'd say Jason Tatum. Yeah, we definitely uh, wish the best for Harry Giles uh, going to Sacramento. That could be a really scary lineup with uh, Fox and Buddy Held and Willie Cauley Stein. Uh, all if they're all healthy, and Jason Tatum obviously probably has the highest ceiling of these guys. But uh, he shouldn't get a lot of playing time his rookie season with Jay Crowder and Jalen Brown uh, slotted ahead of him on the depth chart. Uh, the guy who probably is going to get the most playing time as a rookie is probably Luke Kennard. Would you agree? Yeah. Um, it's it, it, Obviously, there's so much time left between training camp, summer league. Um, but it, that, that's tough to determine. I guess I'll go with Luke at this point now, um, depending on the situation with Caldwell Pope. Uh, they definitely need some more shooting in Detroit that's, uh, that's uh, uh, a guaranteed need. So I see him getting a lot of playing time, but I could also see a situation where they don't play him because uh, they feel he's not ready defensively. He, he's, he's definitely a young guy too. So he's not your average four-year dookie uh, that is going to come in and, and can't really grow. He has a lot of growing to do as well. But um, Jason Tatum, is a, I could see him playing in, in Boston just for the fact they need that wing score. Jalen Brown and Jay Crowder aren't really your uh, elite scorers. Uh, they definitely bring a lot to the table defensively, but we'll see. Uh, also, they have a lot of pending free agents, so time will tell, and, and the, the picture will become clearer down the road. But uh, it, I can go with Luke Kennard for now. Awesome work, Zion. Uh, again, you guys can follow his site at Duke NBA. You can follow him specifically at Zebo L-O-J-E-D-E, and of course, DukeReport.com. He's got a wonderful interview with Andrew Bailey right now. Andrew Bailey of BleacherReport.NBA uh, gives his take on Frank Jackson. Uh, plug yourself for a bit, Zion. Tell us a little bit uh, about what you've got 
coming forward this summer and what we can look to read? Um, you'll find me a bit. You'll find me a little bit on DukeReport.com uh, this summer. But uh, as I told you uh, off the air, I'm working with Complex. Uh, so you'll see a, a lot of my work um, on Complex.com this summer, um, which I'm very excited about. Definitely an exciting opportunity and an opportunity uh, to build my career. Um, so, yeah, you'll see me on DukeReport.com a little bit, but not too much because I'm working for Complex. Zion, we appreciate the information and you taking the time so much. Wish you the best going forward with both Duke Report and Complex. And uh, I hope to be able to look you up in the future if I need to ask you some more questions about Jackson and Quinn Cook. (laughs) Definitely willing to give you answers. Thank you so much for having me. Of course. Thank you for taking the time. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you so much again to Zion. Again, we have a podcast just earlier today, hours ago, from Kevin Barrios from thebirdrights.com. So be sure to check that out. Keep checking back. We're going to have more information for you guys going forward. Again, my name is Preston Ellis. If you like what you're hearing, subscribe, share, retweet, all that good stuff. We really appreciate all of your help, and we look forward to bringing on more wonderful guests to give you some more expert insights like the one we just gave you. So stay tuned. Don't go too far because we'll be right back soon. Again, thank you guys, and let's go, pals. Hi, it's Jamie, Progressive's Employee of the Month, two months in a row. Leave a message at the... Hi, Jamie. It's me, Jamie. I just had a new idea for our song about the Name Your Price tool. So when it's like, tell us what you want to pay, hey, 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 and the trombone goes, blah, 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 and you say, we'll help you find coverage options to fit your budget. Then we just all do finger snaps while a choir goes, savings coming at ya, savings coming at ya. Yes? No? Maybe? Anyway, see your practice tonight. I got new lyrics for the rap break. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Geico presents Yikes! Another voicemail from your roommate. Sup, roomie? Hey, a pipe burst in the basement. It's completely flooded. Anyway, I called for someone to fix it, but in the meantime, I was thinking we could finally have that indoor pool party we've always wanted. I got some cool swan floaty things already going. Could you pick up some chips on your way home? Later. The GEICO Insurance Agency could help keep your personal property protected. Like if your roommate isn't the brightest pool float in the flooded basement. Visit GEICO.com to see how easy it is to switch and save on renter's insurance.